Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of In Between the Stitches. As always, I'm your host, but this week I am without Chase Olschwanger, so he's replaced by uh, Seth Harrison. I'm here he's, to stay. He's, he's, this, he's this hobo that I pay about three. No, if you watch our draft show, he was the other guy on there, the guy that just said things, and we kind of let him be. He was off his medication at that point. I was the one who, who got the Will <laughs> McDonald pick. <laughs> yeah, you were the person that got the Will McDonald pick. He's like, it's going to be that one pass rusher, I guarantee you. And then he said it. He like threw the pin down. I was like, yes, I am right. If we sound a little different, um, we are in a different studio, so I don't know if the mic quality is better or worse. Sounds a little different, whatever. Just if anyone's like, well, they sound different. Chase did give me his uh, football picks. Ch- Seth is going to give his football picks, but they don't really matter. They're just for him to, you know, seem smart, even though he's not. Uh, so far, Chase is still beating me. I'm hoping the comeback of the century is on, but we're going to move. Started off with uh, Dallas Stars. Since we last talked, they're now 16-8-3, uh, second in Central, fifth in the West. They beat Calgary 63 on Monday. They got Ottawa at home at, at, you know, uh, at 7 o'clock. So, I mean, Stars have been doing good. I mean, it's this, again, it's the same points each week. They've been playing well. They're winning games. Uh, it's a great time to be a, w, a DFW sports fan, which Seth is not. He is a Boston sports fan, with the exception of the Spurs. Pain. Yeah, pain over the last 20 years. I think no city has been more. I also have, somehow, the Patriots have as many wins as the Spurs do. <laughs> so, so. Oh, that's bad. I didn't know that. Well, that's, that's fun. The uh, Spurs are so no, no, no disrespect to hockey, but with no Zach Babb, uh, there's not a ton of hockey talk. So we got to move to the Dallas Stars. Not the Dallas Stars. Dallas Mavericks. Different one. Uh, Four-game win streak since we last spoke, so they have not lost. They're 15-8, third in the Western Conference. Uh, they beat Utah, Portland, Memphis, and the Lakers last <laughs> night. The Lakers. Yeah. Well, 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 he has strong feelings about LeBron. He loves LeBron. LeBron is his favorite player oh, of all so time. Much. Oh, the GOAT. The GOAT. <laughs> yeah. No, but it was a great win. I mean, Dante Exum was in the NBA. Went. I don't remember where he went. I think he went to Europe, I think. Played. And then we pulled them off the scrap heap this year. It's, it's, it's kind of like with baseball. You know, they go play in a foreign country so they can try to you know, rebuild their confidence, rebuild some talent. He's looked really good. Luca was finding him for open threes last night. Um, Luca is just a god. And DFW, he's just, uh, I love Luca. I love Luca. No, I know, but I wasn't expecting the, the he's, comment of he he's, is, a god. he's a god. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. He's a god, I say. Uh, but. We got Minnesota uh, tomorrow at seven thirty. Again, the Mavericks have just been playing well, and without Kyrie, his foot is hurt. I didn't Apparently, know yeah, he's Kyrie. he's dealing with. Uh, I think he bruised his Achilles, or he bruised he bruised something important in his foot. Nah, I'll be fine. He's worth say right now. I think he's I think he's wearing a boot. I don't think he's doing much. I mean, it's not like the entire season where he'll be out, but we're managing just fine without him. Derek Lively is a monster. Just a great team. It, it's a lot of fun to watch. Good role players. And then LeBron and other things in the NBA, like Draymond Green just sucker-punching another person. Still doesn't have as many— Has Draymond Green ever considered a career in boxing? I think a legitimate, like, fight with him versus another, like, former—either former—I think him versus, like, Rasheed Wallace, who who is the one person he's chasing for, I think, what's most ejections. That would be entertaining. Uh, like, uh, like a celebrity boxing match. Basketball players, because of how long their arms are, that would be entertaining. I, I I think Draymond is is very quickly writing his 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 resignation letter like, with and, these fights. And like we were talking about in our well, what I call a pre-production meeting, Draymond. Until your talent sports, it's always you know it, it's a little bit different nowadays. Back in you know even just ten years ago, if your talent still out and before that, if your talent outweighed your headache, you would still have a job. It it didn't matter to teams, right? I mean, Randy Moss had a literal rap sheet coming into the NFL. Didn't matter. Still was drafted in the. I mean, he was passed on by a lot of teams. My team was one of them. But I mean, you know, you've seen guys do bad things and still get chances. But now it feels like it's a little bit different. You don't get as many chances, and Draymond is quickly. I think his talent is no longer outweighing the headache, or it's getting close. Yeah, the what, Warriors are ten and thirteen. Steph can only carry that team. Clay Thompson got benched. Draymond is. Is is acting a fool? The dynasty's over. It I would feels say like I wouldn't say it's over. I would say it's dying. And I should know. I've seen what this. This looks like the 2019 New England Patriots in that like they're there. The pieces are still there, but they're not. They're not the same. Tom Brady, Steph, okay, Stephon, uh, 
Steph Curry is still there. He's still making plays, but you know everyone around him is everyone dying. around him is is old, <laughs> getting up there in age, not playing the same, hurt. They're just not the same team. And Which is funny because and 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 I wish I had Chase here to correct me if I was wrong here, but I believe they've had a decent amount of draft capital the last couple of years to try to rebuild the talent, and it just has not worked. Yeah, no, they just haven't done a great job filling in the, the holes. No, I mean when you, I mean, Draymond may still go to the Hall of Fame one day. It's possible. Clay will. So Clay will Steph. definitely. Yeah, yeah. Clay and Clay Steph will. They're probably. I mean, they're the greatest shooting shooting duo Splash of ever. Bros. Yeah, yeah, they're they're I mean, going in the Hall. They're of They're amazing. But but the Hall of Fame had a tag team division. They're only, going in. It only had a tag. Pippen, Jordan, things yeah, like that. Yeah, if they had a tag, tag team, team division, division, they would go in two separate times, each as individuals, yeah. then as a group. Like those two are. We talked about this like just five minutes ago. I we we I we should start wrestling on this. That'd be fun. Or just do a wrestling podcast. That'd be fun. A wrestling podcast. Would be I love wrestling. Great. Um, um, in, in addition to bowling, I've mentioned that I love bowling. I hear Seth also loves bowling, and I have. I think I went like a ten minute tangent <laughs> on one episode about bowling, which it was. I mean, was, I mean, I nerded out. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun. We we, we should do wrestling because with all the CM Punk stuff, it would be a lot to talk about. But yeah. uh, the NBA. I mean, LeBron still looks good. Is he he's still, still he's still LeBron? That's I think the one thing that LeBron fans do have over Jordan fans is that LeBron's longevity at his size was better than. Jordan for a guy who was considered, and I'm air quoting with my hands here, undersized for the NBA. I think the only problem is that we can't look at it from a straight up, oh, well, LeBron's lasted longer. LeBron also exists in 2023 as like a 40 year old guy, and medicine is better than it's ever and, been and, before. And not only that, but I think the, 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 the counter argument that I would use would be well, Jordan played an era where not only the medicine and the, you know, play through it, kid, you're fine, but it was a tougher league, you know. It's kind of a cupcake league now, where you know the, you know you don't get hit the, don't like the contact unless you trade on. <laughs> yeah, you, you're not having Bill Lambeers just elbow you in the nose anymore. That's just it. You know, it, it, the era is different. That's why I like Shaq when he says we shouldn't compare players. The same thing I think, and then I think this transcends sports. You shouldn't compare players across eras. Yeah, because like if you compare Brady to Montana, it's very different. Montana wasn't in a passing league. No, it wasn't. he was still a good passing, mean, obviously. But Brady grew up in the passing league when it was changing. He was one of the guys that changed the NFL. There are only looked. a handful of people that transcend generations, and it is still like the fact that we even have a debate says that it, it that we shouldn't be doing it at all. Yeah. Like Tom Brady is, un, I mean, I'm biased, but there is no debate left for him. I think like someone like Fran Tarkenton, he could play him today. Yeah, he's, he's small, today. could run, he could throw, he, he could play him today, but he could also play back then. It's it's the same thing when people bring up Babe Ruth. I'm like, well, of course Babe Ruth wouldn't do good today. He was swinging like I think I don't know, like a 44 ounce bat or some crazy number. Like they they're they're not swinging that anymore. And and you know nutritionally better, Babe Ruth would still be Babe Ruth because he would. I mean, if you if you pluck 1921 Babe Ruth and stuck him right now today, no, he'd suck. He there's a lot of changes that have happened in baseball since 1921, but. It would it would be if you took Babe Ruth if he was born you know today he I think the the, t- the natural talent was there natural talent's the only thing that can transcend eras right the equipment play style everything that can all but anyway I think the in tournament the in in season tournament is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen See, I already thought it was dumb well I think but... no actually it, it's, it's 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 it was a great idea it's actually worked here's here's where it doesn't work for fans. LeBron and like I think you joked and I won't let you make your joke about LeBron in the bubble title. So what was your what were you gonna say? Say with LeBron winning the in season tournament and also getting the bubble title, he's about point five percent of the way to a real NBA title since joining the Lakers. It's crazy. Um maybe one day when he when he's a grown up. <laughs> maybe one day. <laughs> I mean I mean the thing is is that the, the tournament was a success. If you look at it from the perspective of it was a playoff like atmosphere in December for regular season games, that's a plus. It got a lot of viewership. That's a plus. Players got nice bonuses. That's a plus. And I think the staffers got bonuses, which is a plus for those guys because they're not. It's a nice. It's a nice financial incentive. It, it, it's a great idea. It works for basketball. It does not work for football. It does no. not work for. It could work for hockey because of the structure of it, like being so much like basketball. But baseball, no, don't do a tournament like baseball. I just no, because I think that would cause managers, if you were actually trying to win it. Managers would be managing it like the playoffs, which you saw like Bochi, he used mainly three relievers the entire time, right? 
And if they don't, then, you're, then they're going to be like, well, I don't care about winning the in-season baseball tournament. I'm going to, you know, well, why are you trotting out your, your backup? Well, he needs time to play. Well, you wouldn't trot him out in the World Series? No, because that's the World Series, right? It just it wouldn't work. Basketball, though, I think the guys were playing for something a little bit more because, they're you know, they don't get paid. I think it adds incentives. It does. But I think overall it's it's been a net neutral. It really hasn't. You can't, I, they can have it, but it's like they're pumping it up, and that's just— you can have it. It was a great idea. Adam Silver, who's the best commissioner in sports. Yeah. It it, it worked as a great idea, but you can't really use it as like a legacy builder. Well, no. He, I, oh, this man won his 18th in-season tournament. Like, okay. Like I, I I've called <laughs> I've called it the McDonald's trophy. I mean, you could have got a, you could have gotten that. Why out not of call it. it the Burger King crown? Yeah, but I like the whole you could have won the trophy out of a Happy Meal. That's fair. It's like, it's like a Happy That's Meal fair. toy. It doesn't matter. Um, but, I mean, your Spurs are... When Wimby looks good... Yay! <laughs> Pop, the Spurs! At least, at, least, at least this old coach has not had the game pass him by. <clears throat> Bill Belichick. Well, it's, it's just crazy because he's about as unsuccessful as Belichick has been since... I mean, he's been bad. I yeah, mean, but he's also not the GM. That That's the problem. Like, isn't he... Is he does he is not he? have control? I'm pretty sure he has full does control he? over oh, all well, players never mind. now. I misspoke. Yeah, him and know. that's why him and Bill are so much alike. Man, they are so much alike. But, like, it is hard to watch my sports team, except for the Celtics, which is nice. Like, I can, the Celtics are my second team. But, like, what about the Bruins? I, don't, wa- I, don't, I don't watch hockey that oh much. My God. And I also choose to ignore the Bruins because they lost, just like the Patriots in 07. <laughs> to the Florida so Panthers. They, they never existed, and no one can prove. I don't know what you're talking about. Hockey is a sport, it's fake. Like, it's, it's completely made up. I don't know what to tell is, you. Is this like your birds or government agents? Conspiracy theory that you'd like to... If you like can't prove point. me wrong, then I must be right. This, this man, I have to tell the story. This man, one time, <laughs> he... I don't remember what compelled him to say. He was probably just in a mood, and he was like, bro, birds are government spies. And I'm like, what? He's like, <laughs> he's like, what was it? Show me a picture of a bird before, what, 1960? <laughs> and I'm like, what? And then I'm scrambling. Like, of course I can find one. Then I'm scrambling, <laughs> and I can't find one. And so this man... <laughs> Every time we like see a bird, he'll be like, "Bro, they're spying on us." You ever, you ever, you ever watch a video of a bird? No, because no. like they're fake. Like they're they only exist when you see them, right? That's y'all just how it see works. what I have to deal with in here. I'm We're, kidding. I'm hey kidding. Chase, where are you? Do you coming back anytime? Anyway, I'm mostly kidding. Uh, anything else in basketball? I can't think of much that has been like, oh, the Wizards, the Capitals. Oh yeah, the Wizards be, moving could be moving. Yeah, I mean that sucks. Not, as long, that's the, like one of the beauties about being in DFW, is that we're arguably the third biggest sports market. Yeah, you're never gonna move on any of our teams. No, you're just not because you're not gonna move the Stars because it's, it's the only team in Texas. You're not gonna move the Mavs because it's DFW. You're not. And gonna, Dallas has infinitely more funds than you, some you, cities. You can't like. move the Rangers because they've been here long enough and they have a new stadium. They're gonna be here for at least twenty, thirty years. And, 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 and Dallas has and built the Cowboys. The Cowboys. The Dallas, Arlington, the Fort area has area. specifically built up infrastructure around these teams. Yeah, they are not letting them leave. Every team because it's funny because they all because you have two teams that play in Dallas, two teams that play in Arlington, but Arlington is the great mediator between Fort Worth and Dallas. Yeah, <clears throat> so you have that. The, it's why Houston fans don't like us. I don't mm. mind Rockets fans. It's the same reason why I don't mind Philadelphia Phillies fans. I don't mind uh, Flyers fans. I don't like Eagles fans, which are they're probably the same fans. But when they're when they're when they're cheering for the Phillies, I'll cheer with them. I'm cheering for the Eagles, I hate them. Right? Which we'll get in. We'll one. We'll get to that game because well, I get to one. One is crazy. The other is damn near homicidal. <laughs> that's so. like, but see, but see, that's why I like. It was, that's why Houston doesn't like us. Apparently. I've heard a lot of Houston people are like, well, DFW gets all the glitz and glamour of being in Texas, and we get none of it. I'm like, yeah, because you're in the armpit of Texas. Yeah, the armpit, and also, like, it's just not a fun part of Texas. Nobody no. goes to Houston like, let's go to Houston, I'm ready to party. Like, no, like, what's in Houston? Like, it's the, like, oil and gas, and, like, it's, it's large, humid, it's humid and has as a crap. lot of crime. But, like, DFW is nice, it's pretty. Fort I mean, Worth, it has its sections. Well, there's, there's parts of, like, Fort Worth and Dallas that are not, like, the greatest of well, spots. I mean, like, I, I wouldn't walk there alone at night. I mean, like, it would not be fun. I mean, Oak Cliff does have the highest incarcerate, incarceration rate of like the state, but, but that's beside the that's point. Beside the point. Hey, their their high school team's pretty good. They're in the state title. But, but Washington, Washington only offering five hundred mil is just that's not... what's funny. Is you'd think that Washington's a decent market. They got the Nationals. You'd think they'd be be very. They've they've got you know the Commanders. You'd think they'd be very incentivized to keep the other two major sports franchises there. I know the wizard. Yeah. Is, I know the wizards now. 
I understand because the Wizards and the Capitals have rarely ever well, – well, the Caps have been good. They got – but the, the Wizards have rarely ever been very good, right, or been very, very rarely be relevant. So I understand why you really wouldn't want them to be – at least the Mavs have won a championship in the last 15 years. They've been to one in the last – they've been to two in the last 20. So I understand why you are more inclined to keep it. Like still, the Wizards are just – they haven't been good, and they're moving, which sucks. I think I can see them going to Baltimore, like legitimately see yeah. them. Like I know they said Northern Virginia, but like if you're gonna move your team, you don't send them to you don't send them to Richmond. Like Which, what? But if you send them to Richmond, it's not a bad idea geographically because you're still gonna have a lot of I the mean, same yeah. teams in the same area. If they don't name them the Oilers for the, for the movie Coach Carter, that, I would be I, they, they extremely need disappointed. The Richmond Oilers, but I, I think Baltimore is a better fit. Baltimore is a better, and it's, I think it's closer, isn't it? I believe so. It's in Maryland. Yeah, so, I so. mean, Baltimore, and, you you know, if you move it there, go, Baltimore I mean, goes from having, what, one of the four major to three? So, yeah. I mean, I expect them to be, expect them to be just fine. Yeah, I mean, I got people that I know that are from Maryland, but are Washington fans. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it, Baltimore makes a lot of sense. They don't, they don't, they don't have a hockey team, and they don't have a basketball team. They so, they'd, they'd be a great the Ravens fit. and the Orioles. They'd be a great fit. And you still keep the geographical location of your Washington fans. Yeah. But. I mean, D.C. is just kind of a – that place is just weird. It's a, it's always been a weird it, – it, it, it really it – feel, it felt like a bubble. That's what it felt like. Like every other you – know, if you're in any other state, you're fine, but it's not a state. It's a place. Yeah. It's a thing. It's a bubble. Anyway, uh, it is now a chance to say, and I, again, want to take this opportunity to remind everybody that the Texas Rangers won the World Series. Again, mentioning it to you every time – from now until spring training, and then every time it will be the reigning, defending World Series champions. Because I will be insufferable for the next year, and I and I you have to say it like Paul Heyman, though. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> my client, the Texas Rangers. Oh, but uh, in Rangers news, we signed Jesus Tinoco, who's most famous for giving up Aaron Judge's 62nd home run. That's his claim to fame. He was pretty good with us. I don't know why we got rid of him in the first place, but cool. So we'll bring him in to see if he makes the bullpen. I mean, Rangers fans are pissed that we're not doing anything, but it's if you kind of I don't say you have to understand the economics of baseball. We don't have our TV deal right now, so our TV deal with Bally ran out, and so we're looking to where we're going to go. The TV deals are the more I think, if not the biggest, one of the biggest sources of revenue. Because you ever seen like the Rangers that does not get revenue sharing? That's like our biggest source of revenue. Hmm. Not ticket sales, and those those help obviously, but like. TV deal is what gives you that that hundred, two hundred, three hundred million dollars spending power. Yeah, I was say because I and almost so, bankrupted the entire Rangers myself on uh, Wednesday hot dollar hot dog nights. It's, and so I think me and you did. So and and for right now, you'd think, and this is what bothers me. Like you'd think if I'm the Rangers, we're the World Series champions with a young team, with veterans who are showing no signs of declining, with marketable stars. Who would mourn us? Let's just keep signing free agents because someone's going to give us a great deal. But I think they're just, it's still that, that business hesitation of what if, because baseball's not football. It's not basketball. It's better than hockey. But I mean, I think there's also some real world influence into it as well when it comes to major league contracts. Like you go to New York, you're like, oh man, I'm New York. And I'm like, I'm in Los Angeles. Like, oh man. But like Texas, like, it's, it's big. great. But like, nobody goes, oh man, I moved to Dallas. Like, no, oh. I, actually, what's, what's, what's funny is I'm going to disagree with you. Most of the players that come to play here, End up living here. No, they love it. Once they they're love here, it. Once but nobody, here. But, but, but like outside, it it's it not doesn't New have, York and It LA. doesn't have international acclaim. Nobody goes, oh man, you need some. to go to Dallas, Texas. Dallas has a claim because it's t- it's Texas. Like people, if you probably ask, I guarantee, you, I think more Europeans would know Dallas over Austin. Oh yeah, I mean anyway, I mean it, it has more appeal. I think the DFW market has appeal. I think, but, but people forget that it has the appeal because when you think of Dallas, what do you think of? You think of the Cowboys. That's, that's it. it. That's usually. I mean, and I, I, again, I hate saying Josh Hamilton was right when he said it's not a baseball town. It is a baseball town when you're winning. Yeah. But, but, and, and there are us diehard fans like me, my dad, Chase, right, that will go regardless of their winning or losing. I mean, my dad remembers Arlington Stadium, <laughs> you know, roasting his butt out there on those outfield bleacher seats, but watching horrible baseball. But not everyone in DFW is, is going to do that. No. The only team that will get blind support. At their games, no matter win or lose, is the Cowboys. Undisputedly, everybody else has to kind of deal with when they're good, which is fine. But 
we're, we are a very desirable market. No state, no state income tax, which is yeah. nice. Yeah. Good school mar- Good good school districts around the DFW area. Yeah, Highland Park area. Things like that. Like yeah. That. Um, it it really is a great destination. I just feel like one of the things that was keeping people from coming here to play with the Rangers, it was too hot. I mean, I don't blame them to some degree to not wanting to play in 100-degree heat every single day almost when you're at home. That's, yeah, that's, even that, 100 mil couldn't make me want to do that, that. That's not fun. And not only that, I remember I was listening to, I think it was 105.3, and I think it was Mike Bassett brought up a great point. He's like, well, think about this, the health of the players. The, being out in the sun zaps your energy a little bit more than it does if you're in the cold, right? Being in the heat, just there's something about it that makes you more tired. <laughs> and so... It, 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 could, could that play a role? And people are like, well, I get fatigued by August. I'm slogging to make it to the end of the year, right? I mean, I, it's just not fun. But now we have the nicest stadium in baseball, at least like facility-wise. I was like, facility-wise, it's, it's facility great. Wise, it's the it best. looks like a giant warehouse. But, but from the inside, it looks beautiful. From the inside, it's absolutely gorgeous. The outside looks like a big giant warehouse. Yeah, it was the most <laughs> – it's still stupid looking. <laughs> I mean, once you get actually standing in front of it on the outside, it looks nice. With Texas Live, it looks really cool. I, I, they should have gone for more of an Indianapolis Colts look than, yeah. than they did. But I mean, they on that one side for Texas Life, it, is, it looks like yeah, a Louisville Stadium. Good. But the other sides, I would expect it to be a giant Amazon warehouse. I mean, it, again, from the inside, it looks beautiful. No, yeah. it, it will, no stadium in the history of mankind will ever be as beautiful as the ballpark in Arlington. Nothing, nothing will ever top that. I will stand by that to the day I die. But it's still a nice ballpark. And team, players are wanting to come here. So I think right now I'm not worried about free agency. Wait, I mean, are you expecting a DeGrom signing again? No. There's only so much these guys. We're not the Yankees. We can't swallow $300 million and it'd be fine. Or, or the, the Mets, Dodgers. Or the Mets or the Dodgers or the Red Sox or the Mets or I think I said them. But we're not one of those teams. We're a team that can operate in the big market when we're winning. But when we're not, we're going to be a small market. We're going to go down, which is fine. I, I'm okay with that. I'm not looking to anyone truly. I mean, Montgomery is the only guy I really want back right now. Like that would be... Big and notable, and that would cost a lot of money. I mean, he's going to look at what Aaron Nola got and say, I want that, which he's very deserving of. I mean, we don't win the World Series without him. And even if he goes, like I said, we, we won the World Series. I don't care if we traded a future Hall of Famer for him. It was worth it for half a season, what he did in the playoffs. Um, other, I mean, But it has been a crazy week in baseball. Juan Soto was officially traded to the Yankees. Seth, as a Red Sox fan, I'm sure is just oh, I'm not loving this. I'm not too worried. The I Yankees. Mean, they'll, some, they'll find a way to screw it up. This is the new age Yankees where they suck, and I love uh, every moment of it. Yankees also got Trent Grisham, but they did trade a fair amount of prospects for potentially only one year of soda, which if they win the World Series, doesn't matter. They won a World Series. I'm a big believer. You know me. We disagree slightly in this manner where I'm like, flags fly forever. I don't care what it costs. Whereas you, a Red Sox fan, had to watch Chris Sale do nothing but take a bunch suck. of money. Yeah, so... Um, but the Yankees did get Trent Grisham back. So, I mean, that's, you know, a nice outfielder. Uh, I mean, he can't be worse than Harrison Bader, uh, mm. which I would love to say what they called him, but I can't over the air. <laughs> um, San Diego also, San Diego received Michael King, Johnny Brito, Randy Vasquez, Cal uh, Higashioka, and the biggest one was starting pitching prospect Drew Thorpe. So, a nice haul. Brito and Thorpe are nice prospects. King is already in the, in the MLB. I think Vasquez is a prospect, and Higashioka is a decent catcher. They have a, a lot. They they, they kind of went a little more quantity over quality, a little bit, because they traded their entire farm system for guys like Soto, ironically. Yeah. So, but the Yankees, I, I mean, can't wait it's, for the Yankees it's, it's, a great, it's a great deal for them if they re-sign Soto. Is, it, is Aaron and, still there? Is yeah, Aaron still yeah, there? Aaron's still there. there. He, he signed like a huge extension. Oh, that's even better. I really don't expect them to do anything now. I can't um, wait for that team to collapse. Um, I, No, I think it's got decent... It's it. Pitching is the question mark. They have the hitting now. Rizzo, the, the the Rizzo was the Yankees' fault. He had a concussion, and they just were like, "No, keep playing." If you didn't know that, he got a concussion, was in a huge slump. Every every Yankee fan wanted his head on a platter, and then they were like, "Well, remember that time that Tatis like slammed into him head first at first base?" Yeah, apparently he's been like playing with a concussion since then. That was like two months ago. So we're, we're like like our truth, fellas. My bad. <laughs> like, I mean, it was just, okay, that's totally not medical malpractice on the Yankees' part, but yeah. So Rizzo, hopefully he's at full strength. Judge, you got Soto. 
You've got LeMayhew, Stanton when he's healthy, but he can't run. Volpe hit 20 home runs, played good defense, obviously. If they had Dominguez, I feel I do feel bad for Dominguez. Dominguez comes in for like seven games, is like the greatest player in the history of baseball history, and then Tommy John for an outfielder. He'll be out to like August, I think. I mean, they also got they have Verdugo now. They have Verdugo now. I forgot about that. So, so they have some they have some depth. They have some they, they have some they have they hitting. Have some team. They're gonna score five six runs a game, which is what Yankee fans want. Here's the issue: name me a pitcher outside of Garrett Cole. That's like really good. I mean, Nestor Cortez is fine. And again, if I'm if I, I may name somebody's a free agent, I may not realize it. I mean, Rodon was a complete. Oh, we dodged a bullet there because I wanted Rodon for the Rangers. I'll take Degrom. I'll take an injured Degrom over an injured Rodon. I don't know why, but I just would. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Degrom over Rodon any day of the week. It's basically Garrett Cole, and then pray for a win the other four days. I mean, I like Nestor. That's, I mean, you're, you're, I mean, I, I love Clark Schmidt. When we traded Joey Gallo, I was like dying for Clark Schmidt to be in that return package. I would have loved it, but he wasn't. It, they just don't have much hitting, they don't have much pitching depth, which is, I mean, they're the is, Yankees, and they will always be relevant in, in media and news. They will be fine. Right. They will, they, they'll make the playoffs. I mean, they will. I mean, the lack of, I mean, can, I like okay. I I'm probably one of the people. I think Aaron Boone's a good manager. I know some people oh, really? disagree with me. I think Aaron Boone's a good manager. I don't think it's all his fault. When do you know how long Brian Cashman's been there, Seth? I do not. Since the '90s, That's I think the late '90s, maybe late '90s. He's been there. I think 20, 20, close twenty five years. So and and was a great, had a huge hand in building those teams. But I think he he may have took over, like right after those teams were being successful. I, I don't remember the exact timeline, but and ever since '09, he's had nothing. He's had 14, 13 years to try to do something. Nothing. Could never get past the Astros, right? So I think that I, I do not blame Aaron Boone, which again, a lot of Yankees fans do. And I'm like, no, I think he's a good manager. I really, I mean, I was very critical of the hire because he had never managed. But I don't think it's all on Boone. Yeah, could he be better? Yeah, but look at the roster he had last year. He had nobody. That's front office. That's not Boone. Boone can only work with what's given to him. So I hate that people blame manager all the time. You can only... Yeah, they do have Nestor. I don't know why I thought Nestor could have been a free agent. But, yeah, there's really nobody else on this list. I mean, Rodon was... If he's healthy and he can and he's successful, Rodon's a great pitcher. But he was awful, even when he was playing last year. Well, I mean, there's still the other... Huge buying team. The Dodgers. So last time we talked, um, Shohei Otani had not signed anywhere. And uh, now he has. Otani to the Dodgers. Ten years, $700 million. But that's that's all fine. I thought, man, $70 million. They'll probably defer 30 of it a year maybe, right? He'll get paid 30 to $40 million a year. He'll be one of the high, if not 50 no, no, no. He's going to make $2 million this year because they deferred $680 million of that to after he's done playing or after he's done with the Dodgers. So he could still play after the Dodgers. Now, so what you're telling me is the Dodgers will be nothing in 10 years? Yay. At, and not, not even in 10 years, after 10 years. Oh, yay. Their spending power will be greatly reduced. Um, until they defer it again. Until they defer more. I mean, they may pay Otani his grandchildren at this point. I mean, that's certainly possible. Um, But... I mean, it's great for the Dodgers. It's amazing for them because I mean, for, now you have a ten-year window, ten-year window with Otani. That is a gigantic. If you do not win something here, never mind the Angels because we knew the Angels had problems even when he signed with them. He chose to come here and you failed him for ten years. I think. I think the problem is. They're going to get to the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, yes. Almost every year. I mean, they've got a big, like, eight at this point. I think the problem is no, it, no pitching. it's a bad – well, yeah, I mean, yes. But I think, I think just in general it's a bad look to the league in this case. To because allow this, this to happen. Yeah, because this is a casual uh, – as a casual, more casual viewer than the hardcore viewers. To me, that like, this is a primary example of, like, a team becoming overpowered through spending 
Like, we, we're not going to see, like, the Diamondbacks do something like that. Like, that's just not going to happen. No. There's no way they could afford something like this. And you're not going to do a salary cap because the time for a salary cap would have been 1994, and the players were willing to never play baseball again to not have a salary cap. Yeah, so it's like— you're, It's never going to happen, so you have to figure out how can you get these teams to spin up. I am a believer in try to get revenue sharing to a point where revenue sharing cannot be pocketed. If you get money from the other teams, you have to spend it on players. Even if that's just one player that you absorbently pay, fine. But just spend it on somebody. But, like, this is—I think this is going to turn off a lot of casual viewers. I think it, it, there is no bad think, move from the Dodgers. This, this is incredibly smart by I the think, Dodgers. I, I just think it's a bad look I, for I, baseball. I think it's going to turn off people like you. Like you. Who who have a team but don't love baseball like, like I do, right? Where I'm going to watch regardless. If you're a, someone who doesn't really care about baseball that much— you may be more interested to watch the Dodgers now. To watch Otani in a big market with Betts and Freeman, that's, that's a great thing. It's going to draw a lot of eyes. But to someone like you who's a casual viewer with a team that he loves, that's going to cause problems because now you're like, well, what the hell? My team, I mean, we can't compete against that. We're, well, okay, I mean, that's not entirely. Your team, my team can. Your team's payroll but, can. But, but right most now, of them a lot of the teams, look, look at the NL West. There's only one team. That can sustainably spend because the Padres have shown they cannot sustainably spend. That's the Giants, who we'll get to in a second because they signed. And if I, I, I don't think I'm mispronouncing it, but it's Jung Hoo Lee from uh, Korea, if I'm not mistaken, for six years, one thirteen, which we'll get to that later. But that's the only team that can spend, you know, mano a mano with the Dodgers. They can go toe to toe with them spending wise. The Padres, they tried, failed. The Rockies, oh nope, they're they refuse to. No. And the Diamondbacks just kind of. Can't, don't want to. But they went. They went to the World Series this year, and but, they still the, don't have spending money. But the well, they I mean they they got uh, Eduardo Rodriguez four years eighty, which is nice. I mean, for them. I mean, when I say spending money, I mean Dodgers level they, spending well, no, money. Well, very few teams have that spending money, and the thing is that Arizona could have signed Otani. They have the financial wherewithal to sign a player like that. They couldn't have done the deferrals. That is where I think people are mis misunderstanding where the financials are. Any team, this includes the A's. Every owner has the financial wherewithal to pay for Otani. The reason none of them are going to pay $70 million is because none of them have the ability to do the deferrals that the Dodgers are doing, or slash the desire to do those deferrals, because a lot of them are greedy. Kind of like, I remember, oh, who was, there was a, I think it was a writer who, I, I want to say, who said the baseball owners are like the French barons of their, you know, you know they're, they're squabbling over how much power they have. It's just... Uh, I mean, it's great for the Dodgers. It's great for the fans who don't care about a team and just want to watch some good baseball. Hey, there you go. Go watch the Dodgers. But if you're a casual fan with a team, man, you don't like it. And I, if think, I think more if you're in the NL West, you hate this. Because, I mean, I remember there were Diamondbacks fans crying. We're never going to get back to the World Series. <laughs> because, I mean, Freeman, Betts, and Otani are, th I mean, you have the two in two, two runner-up MVP candidates in the National League, and now the American League MVP. Like, that's unfair. The Dodgers may have the MVP for the next eight years. I think more importantly than that, let's say right now, like, let's say on air hypothetically, the Dodgers went on to win six straight. Is that a good look for the league? No. no. That, no. Is a, that is like the worst. The worst case scenario, everyone wants a team like this to win, at least one, because you want them to get the ring. Let's say Otani wins. Like, yeah, I don't. I'm not the huge Dodgers fan, but I like Otani. You but I want them to win. Every fan that likes you want to see Otani succeed because you've seen him be death and even the, the league wants them to succeed to some extent. Of course they do. But you turn around and they succeed too much, it's going to create a whole nother problem. Because just like the Patriots, just like the Chiefs, just like uh, I wouldn't say the Lakers or the Celtics as you know completely different circumstances, but like the Warriors. I'd say the Warriors and the in the Cavs, right? It turned people off. Four straight years, the same finals matchup. Yeah. If we had six straight and it was the Dodgers versus some a new opponent every year and they just beat the crap out of them, that is bad. That is really bad for the league. Because then the league is gonna have to come up with a scenario where like this should never ever happen again because it's gonna lead to lower viewership. It's gonna hurt it's gonna hurt their financials long term. They're probably gonna make something in the next CBA, which is I don't I think it's what, three, four or five years somewhere in there. Where they may they may make a deferral cap. That's, that's, make, that's, that's, that's not a salary cap. They, they can tell the players, players, that's not a salary cap. We have to. 
I would think the players can understand it's not that we're trying to limit your deferral earning. We understand the, the, the importance of having deferrals. I think deferrals is the smartest way to go about a contract. But you see, and I think the, the now the argument for the players would be, well, how many of us are going to get that much money in deferrals? Yeah. So I, I think, honestly, I don't think it's that bad of a look because it's going to be one player. Right now, it's fine because there's nobody in, in baseball that's going to get $700 million. Nobody. Right. And and I think I think the, only the the problem with the Dodgers is you don't know if he can pitch. He's not pitching to twenty twenty five, and this is his second Tommy John. Not in his yeah. life. It's not like Degrom who had Tommy John over ten years ago. No 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 no. This is his second Tommy John since coming to America. Second. He's been here since twenty eighteen. For reference, it's his second Tommy John. That's bad. That's very bad. I mean I don't I I I'm serious. I I would I would expect him if I if I was the Dodgers I would tell him you're a closer. You're not a starter. I'm sorry. You're a two-inning closer. I, I just, I mean, I know that sounds like you don't pay your ticket to watch Otani close games, but do you want to win? Or do you want to watch Otani get his third Tommy John surgery? Because clearly whatever he's doing is, is is destroying his elbow. Yeah. And if he never pitches again or never is successful as a pitcher, it's a horrible contract for the Dodgers. No hitter is worth that much money. No. I mean, Otani is great. But are you going to pay? An, but if you're not going to pay Aaron Judge thing, that money, you're not going to pay. Not him. only that, but I would use a, a, a more example that I, I had a, a better one. Corey Seager. You're telling me that Corey Seager in a full season isn't just as valuable as Otani's as a pure hitter. Seager was the World Series MVP twice. He's won it twice now. He had 30 plus bombs, and he had two nice chunks of time that he missed due to um, IL stints. And he was, and he, and he, I mean, he probably would have been around Otani's home run total if he had played. He probably, he may have surpassed it at his level. He was arguably a better hitter, and he fields. Otani doesn't field; he's a DH. So I mean, as, as a hitter, Seager's almost as valuable, if not as valuable, as Otani. And Seager got three hundred twenty-five million for ten years. Now I get that was two years ago the market changed, but he would probably still get maybe what he may get three fifty now. He may get a little bit more. In today's market, a little bit more, a hundred, an extra twenty-five mil. You know what you need to do with twenty-five mil? Man, a that's... lot. Yeah, but it just it sports. This is why sports will destroy your mind economically because you'll be like, I got a hundred and twenty-five dollar check today. Let's go. Yeah, like like, <laughs> like I have on here, Will Smith, and I only have Will Smith and Alvin Hedges because they're Rangers. Signed for a collective two two guys for nine million dollars, one for five, one for four, and I'm like, man, those are cheap. But like, if we you had four million dollars, we'd be fine. It's just it's eating fun. out it, every day. It, it's, like, it's funny. Infinite um, McDonald's money. Uh, but again, it's great for the Dodgers. It's somewhat good for baseball, somewhat bad for baseball. Well, it's wait and see, kind of. Uh, like we said earlier, Eduardo Rodriguez signs with Arizona. He's just—he's kind of a don't say he's kind of a head case, but I mean, he declined to be traded to the Dodgers this year. Did he? Whoa! So Detroit had a, had a trade with him to the Dodgers. He's like, no, I want to stay closer to the East Coast, and then now he goes to Arizona. That's an interesting. He's just a decision. weird. You remember the Red Sox? He was—he's just kind of an interesting individual. Makes interesting decisions. The Red Sox made another trade. Craig Breslow has made a lot of really good, smart trades. I think you guys had a good have a good GM there. And they kind of, you know what's funny? They copied the Rangers. So they, they took a player who has won a World Series, actually with the Red Sox, who also went to an Ivy League school. I think he was Yale. Chris Young was Princeton. I mean, you know, both Ivy League. They're both great schools. Um, I couldn't get either of them. <laughs> I couldn't get either of them. But and he's making some small smart trades the same way that Chris Young did when he first arrived. Yeah. So it, it's there's a lot, I've seen a lot of similarities. But they got Tyler O'Neill, who's a Gold Glover, great. I mean he's not the best hitter, as you can see right here with this slash line. He's he's not a hitter. He is a guy that's glove first. Um, he could hit. You never know. Maybe you guys don't, maybe you have your hitting coach is like, hey, I see something. I can fix his swing, right? I mean you guys gave up Nick Robertson and Victor Santos. I mean that's. Very, I'm not, it's not nothing. So you guys give up virtually nothing to get this guy. It's, it's a good trade. It's a smart trade. He he's a plus player. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, it turns to into give a you positive. a better thing. Jackie Bradley Jr. Oh yeah, I love Jackie. Bradley. Yeah. Glove first outfielder that can hit a little bit. Good. Uh, he's a great, great. Piece. Um, he's a good piece. Yeah, That's a good exactly. Uh, and I'm only again I'm only mentioning these guys because they were Rangers. The Royals signed Will Smith, so confirmed. If he stays with them the full year, the Royals winning the World Series. Like, it's confirmed. He's been on the last three World Series teams. Braves, Astros, Rangers. He's been on the last three? I said that earlier. Oh, I didn't really. Oh, wow. That's crazy. He's That's... A, so, so he's the first man. The fifth. I'm like Mike, I'm like Mike Tyson. <laughs> the first man. <laughs> 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 he's, 
<laughs> he's the first player in North American sports history to be on three straight uh, championship teams, but three different teams. Obviously, guys have three-peated. Jordan, anyone of the Bulls was on the three-peats, but they were the same team. He's the first guy to do it with three teams in a row with different teams. It's, that is, it's impressive. That it, is beyond impressive. Impressive that's, picking. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's... that's because he, picks he signed lucky. with us to start the season. It was closer. It was closer to the start of the season. I was like, "Oh, he's been in the last two World Series teams. World Series confirmed for the Rangers." And we were all like, "Oh, ha ha, that's funny." No, but like it'd be really funny if it happened. And then look, it happened. So, um, Brady, I have some bad news about this next season. <laughs> yeah, the Royals. But the but no. But now the joke is no, no, no. The Royals aren't going to win. Whatever team he gets traded to at the deadline, that's who's going to win. So if you're a team with the deadline. Dr. Will Smith. His ERA could be plus. It could be seven. Doesn't matter. Trade for him. You win the World Series. It's just. It's a thing. Um, and I know what I'll, I want for. I know so, what I want. So, so congratulations, Will Smith. Thank you for everything you did for us. Same thing to Austin Hedges. Hedges was like the. He's the third catcher. He can't. Seth. He can't hit. I honestly think me or you could go up there and have almost similar results. If you gave us a month to train, a month, we'd have similar results. A month? No, 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 no. I'm just gonna go up there and lean he into every hit. I got this. I'm gonna walk away like a like a, a bruised peach, but I'm gonna walk away with at least some walks. His OBP was a thousand. <laughs> no, but Hedges can't hit, but he's a great fielder. He's one of the best fielding catchers. In fact, I think we had the we had, he was the number one pitch framer or number two pitch framer because the other one was Jonah Heim. That's crazy. So um, he was a deadline pickup for us. He was, but see, he was great in the locker room. If you any of like our dugout shots that they would show, he's like the cheerleader. He he just has that personality. Okay. He has that kind of like Gronkish, just like every, <laughs> everyone loves him. He's just he will say some weird things just because he's funny, right? Like look up him Austin Hedges highlights on YouTube of him with the Rangers. It's none hitting. It's all in the dugout like cheerleading. It's hilarious. Um, and then Jung Hoo Lee, uh, I think it was an outfielder from I think, Korea, San Francisco, six year. He was the other like big Japanese star after Yamamoto. Um, a rumor also is that Roki Sasaki, like he's like 21, and he's like lighting up Japan. He's apparently asked his team to post him. Which really? If he, if he, now his team can say, huh, "No, they have the ability right now." Um, but it, if he gets posted, that's a big contract. That's a big. Now, what's interesting is he actually has the same thing that Otani did. Was he hasn't reached this like the minimum requirements to come over to my, to, to America, so he would get a minor league contract. He can't get a major league contract. Oh, yet. I was about, to, I was about so he, to ask. So wait get, a minute. So he'd get like an eight. He'd get like a ten-year, hundred, you know, three hundred million dollar minor league contract. <laughs> no, I was literally just about to ask. Wait a second. Wouldn't it if teams could sign contracts without having to go through the was it six-year full period with yeah. the you know having to negotiate and also just having basically that automatic. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't it be better for players in the U.S. to go to Japan? Yeah. Well, no, because you still have to have a certain requirement. Oh. I think to, I think to get signed, um, I could be wrong on that because I now if, if you're American, you start in the U.S., can't cut it, go to Japan and come back. Then I don't think you need the you don't think you need the six year requirement. But I, I mean, mean, let's say you go to college here and you're like, well, baseball drafted me. Like, let's say you got drafted by a team, right? And you said no. The A's. Let's just say the A's. Yeah, so let's say the A's drafted me right tomorrow, and I'm just like, no. And it's because I want to go. I want to go play in. Japan. I'm gonna go play in Japan for, for a year for, or two. For no, I think you you still have to play. No, I think you still, you have to play a certain amount of years in Japan mm, to get okay. to get um, to be able to be posted. But I don't know fully the internet. The, the, baseball is weird. The laws for Japan and Korea are different than the international laws for the Dominic for the for Latin America. Oh, okay. It's really weird because because well because I think the thing is because Japan has professional leagues that the MLB will recognize as professional leagues. Not that Latin America doesn't, but that their theirs are like winter leagues, mm-hmm. right? So if you're and most of the time you're not signing if if, if you are 25 and in you know in in the Dominican Republic, chances are there's a reason you didn't get signed to a major league team when you were 16. Mo- most of the guys out, out of Latin America, the reason we sign him is, wow, he's like six two, but like he's bone. We're gonna put muscle on him and sign him, and like, you see a lot of those kids and they're this big around, and then you see him and then they're 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 muscular. In the old days, they gave him steroids, and I'm not lying. Look at Sammy Sosa. Then look what happened when he came to America. They gave him steroids because it was legal. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. Um, but it, it, in, in Latin America, it's it's you know the international bonus pool money. In Japan, it's whatever you want to pay him. 
it's a free agent. It's really weird how baseball does it, but it, it works. It's actually a system that they do that I think works well. Now to football. Football. Anyway, guys, that's gonna do it for today. This yeah. just says like, wait, like, this, this, this is his, this is his thing. This, this is his sport. Um, even though he sucked at it. Shut up. <laughs> hey, I did too. Completely irrelevant. I can't say anything. So we're gonna start with. I'm gonna start with the Eagles recap and a Bills preview. Uh, I'm gonna do a little different. I'm gonna change this up. Then we're gonna do our picks. Chase's. I mean, I have Chase's picks. Seth's gonna give his, even though his don't matter, and mine. Uh, we stomped the crap out of the Eagles. And it so much fun to watch. As, oh, a, I was, as an Eagles hater, it I'm was I'm sure you were loving it. I loved it. I was so happy. I couldn't, I mean, I was I was just so happy. It was, when you, if you win a game as your team, whether it's the Panthers or whatever, you're happy, right? Your day is made. You can't have a bad day now. If you beat the, the Eagles, if, you know, for, for Cowboys fans, if we beat the Eagles, it's a really great day. When you stomp the Eagles like that, and everyone's saying how great they are, and you, you know, like a, I mean, you skeet shoot, <laughs> you pull out a right one, just, I mean, kill them. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's, it goes, it goes even further beyond that. Like their offense people didn't have score been a touchdown. Saying, yeah, it's people have been saying the Eagles are frauds for a while, and now not only does this justify what they were say, the crap they were talking to the Niners two weeks uh, a week ago, followed up by the absolute beating they took, followed up like okay. That's understandable. The Cowboys got the crap beat out of them by the Niners. But, you know, they beat the Cowboys earlier in the year. Like, it's time to reassert yourself. They this That's the problem. Like, this is a confidence-breaking game. You just got your teeth kicked in by the other great team. <laughs> yeah. And you've been talking crap on the Cowboys. And you've been talking crap. And you're like, oh, okay, that's fine. You know, the Niners beat the Cowboys too. So, you know, whatever. And then you're like, oh, we'll walk into Dallas. And then you get your teeth kicked in. Like, and the whole that thing does with, a lot to your and, confidence. And the whole thing with Dom and Secure Right, yeah, all, all of that was kind of adding fuel to the fire, and it just feels like they're collapsing. And I was one of the guys that was saying, they're frauds. They're frauds. I can't prove it. They're 10-1, and one, right, coming into the, Eagle, the, the, the Niners game. I can't prove it, but I can tell you. I remember I was talking to a friend of mine, and he was like, I haven't watched any of the Eagles games. I'm like, I have watched multiple. They're frauds. I'm telling you, they're going to be a one-and-done team in the playoffs. If oh, they, I wouldn't go that far. I really it, felt it really that depends. way. It really depends on who they play. If they play, like, I think if they play the top three, which is the Niners, the Cowboys, See, or the I think, Lions, I think, I think they'd lose. I think the Lions would beat them. I don't I, think anybody else would. I think the Packers and Seahawks could. I think nobody else could. I think the Packers might. I, I think the Packers could because I love Jordan Love. And I think that, um, I, I think the Seahawks could. I'm actually, I, I'm going to spoiler alert, I'm picking the Seahawks this week against them. Yeah. Even if Drew Locke starts or Geno, I don't care. The way that Seahawks have played the Niners and then played us, or sorry, played us, then played the Niners, they're going to beat the Eagles. You play that way against the Eagles, right? It's kind of like you go up against the you, you, you go up against the biggest, baddest bully, then, then the second biggest, biggest, baddest bully, then the loudest bully who's not that big and bad but thinks he is. It's the Eagles, right? So I think you have a chance to, to, to beat them. But... It's, it's, it, I thought the Eagles were frauds. I couldn't prove it. That's why I'm like, I'm not saying that they definitely are, but I know they are because I'm watching this team, but they're just, they're, sometimes good teams find ways to win games. Yeah. That was not what they were doing. They were completely squeaking by and then talking a bunch of trash. Oh, you could almost say they're like, uh, oh, what's the, that other the AFC 20, team that I can think of that's. The, they were, they're like, I think it was Emmanuel Acho said it perfect. They are the 2020 Steelers. Yeah. They're yeah. the team that started off really good. And was like, 11 and 0. And then people forget this. That I remember this game. I'll never forget it. The Steelers almost lost to Garrett Gilbert for the Cowboys. Garrett Gilbert almost beat the Steelers. That's was perfect. this close when they were still in the theater at that time? This team was a lot like that. And you know what that team was? One and done in the playoffs. Oh, they were beyond one and done. They collapsed the final what, so, five games. So Philadelphia, I think, could be one and done. Could be. I'm not saying they are. I'm not saying guaranteed. Could be. I if remember so for, and, for, and for the division, if they lose one more game, and we went out, it, we got the division. Yeah, which is what matters. And I think that they're the Giants have a chance. They play them twice. The Giants have a chance to, to steal one of those games. Oh, the Giants with Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito, the Tommy guy. Tommy DeVito, he's of the guy. He's the guy. He's the guy. He's the guy. He's the guy. Oh, I love him. I love him. The Cardinals have a chance with Kyler Murray and Jonathan Gannon. Oh yeah, with, with Gannon's old team could beat him. And the Seahawks could beat them. It's one of those, it's four games that you should win, but you might not. You never know. If the way the Eagles have been, if, they, if their collapse continues, there's a chance. Oh. And and I just it's just going to happen once. 
Now, the problem is the Cowboys have to face the Bills in Buffalo, Miami in Miami, and then Detroit. You guys will destroy Miami. Well, I think we'll beat Miami because Hill, if Hill is continuing to I don't to be think hurt, it matters if he's hurt. I'm telling you, I've watched that Miami team, and I mean, I'm, I plan on talking about this later. They are, they are frauds. I'm they are this, not a good you, team. You, he feels, I'm gonna, for context, he feels about Miami the way I feel about Philadelphia. Like, I know they're frauds. I can't prove it because their record disagrees with me, but I can tell you they are because I've watched them, and I know football. When it comes to Dallas, I want to say this team looks different, and I know that I'm not saying this is the year, this year's different, because I've done that the last two years, and I can't do it again. However, <laughs> this team looks more physical than the one that started the year. After that Cardinals, after the Cardinals game, it was like I was pissed. Then after the Niners game, we I mean, I mean, we were emasculated in that game. It was bad. Yeah. Ever since that game, we the have, murder at the Meadowlands. Ever since that game, we have been the Meadowlands. That's that, that's, that's not that's right. What was it? Was the murder at the murder at the bay? Something like that. It was, it was some murder by Purdy. I don't know. I can't remember what the exact a Purdy or murder. Or I don't know. But I was like, wait a minute, Meadowlands doesn't sound right. That's, yeah, that, that's New York. That's New York. But w- when it comes to Dallas, they've played a lot more physical. Like we have, it was the one thing when we lost to the Forty ers in twenty twenty one. They played smash mouth football, and we played little. B-word football. I mean, it was bad. Last year in the, in, in the divisional round, Dak's interceptions made the difference, which is where that narrative really started, which is where the narrative really got hammered in. He threw a couple costly... I remember he threw a couple costly picks. This year, we have played a lot more physical since that Niners game. Like, I remember telling you that if we face the Niners now, we have a chance to win. Yeah. This is not the same team that played them was in week, in week what, what, week five? I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's McCarthy did something. I don't know what it is, but this team has a newfound sense of physicality. And like Demarcus Lawrence said it. Did you hear the soundbite he he said mm-hmm. after the Eagles game? I can't repeat some of the words, but he was like, "We we hit him and we hit him until they quit, and then we hit him again." Like we he said he said we made them quit and we kept hitting them, which has been what the Cowboys have not done. We will hit, and then we may think they're down. And we start raising our arms in victory, and then they hit us in the nuts. I mean, that's kind of what the Cowboys have done. But to see this team play a complete football game, another complete football game against a good team that ever, that is a playoff team. The Eagles are a good team. Don't get me wrong. They are a good team. They got a great front. But I want to say this. Tyler Smith is the father of Jalen Carter. I want to say I saw a stat. I'm going to try to find it. But Tyler Smith, I was wrong. I, 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 I will admit when I'm wrong. Uh, like like Napoleon, um, I never make a mistake. <laughs> I simply never do. But he, I was wrong about Tyler Smith. I did not want to draft him. I was pissed when we did draft him. But here's the here, here's the stat from John Owning. Tyler Smith has played 51 total snaps versus Jalen Carter. He's allowed one pressure in pass protection wow. to go along with zero losses as a run blocker per PFF's charting. That's very impressive, I considering mean, he, how good he's been. He has destroyed Jalen Carter because it's Carter's going up against power. Smith can match his Smith can match his physicality and his power, and Carter's not used to that. The Cowboys are playing well. The running game is making me nervous, but where Dak is just playing to me, Dak's the MVP. But you know that that is a biased take. I'll admit it, and I will stand by it. I believe he's the MVP, and we've been playing really good football right now. I, I am of the you, belief that Purdy is still the favorite. We will, we will, we we have talked about. We will respectfully disagree because I, you understand. That I think the numbers are too close, and I think he holds head to head victory. And I think he, that does, he does. I think that's in 2011 when Rodgers won. 2011, 2012, but those 2010, 11, and 12. But one of those years when when Rodgers won the MVP award, and it could have, it should have probably gone to Drew Brees. I think the only reason it didn't is Rodgers' efficiency numbers, which I think Purdy has higher stats in. And he held the held he had the held of that to me head to head victory to me coming down the stretch if Dak plays like he has against Buffalo and Miami and Detroit yeah no that be, yeah that be would hard be hard not to give him if, if he MVP wins all of those games and handily and, plays well and maybe if those one or two interceptions and like three four touchdowns each game he he deserves that he's only game. thrown six this year and I don't know if any no and I don't think all six have been his fault not to say that you know, I'm saying I think I know at least one of them was, was I think tipped so we should talk about the we should get to the uh, Mister Mister. The Bills, me soon. the Bills, I think we're going to beat the Bills. I think we got a good chance yeah. to beat the Bills. Um, be, only because Allen's so turnover-prone, 
And this this week, clearly Dan Quinn saw something because I think one of the it may have been Bland or somebody came out and said, yeah, Dan Quinn, old DQ was like, bro, we're gonna get to the ball this week against Philadelphia because we stripped three fumbles from them. Yep. So clearly we saw something that they were doing to be able to rip the ball from that confident. I mean, I remember the one on Devonta Smith. If you watch the first two tacklers, they're not trying to tackle him. They're trying to peanut punch that ball out. So I mean, they're trying, and then Marquise Bell comes up from the blind side and, and, and it's very successful. Um, I think we'll beat the Bills because Allen is a turnover machine. Yeah. Um, I am, through I am, and through. I am predicting a, bl- a bland pick six during, in this game. I think he's going to extend his record to six. I can see it. I, yeah, I can I'm, very I'm easily see, see it. it. I think he should get to six. He has the record for pick six, and it's six. I think That'd it's, just, it's aesthetically just very pleasing. I think. Well, I think he could throw two. I think he could throw. I think he could throw three or four interceptions with how ball hawk e our defense is. I think we're still the number one team in takeaways. I can see it. I can three, see it happening. Three, you realize that Dan Quinn could have orchestrated the, the number one defense in takeaways three years in a row. Yeah. I mean, that's it's impressive what he what he does with this team. We may give up, we may give up points. What what we sacrifice in points, we make up for in turnovers, which I'm okay with. Because turnovers can change momentum in games. I'm okay with giving up maybe an extra touchdown or two if it means you get an extra takeaway or two. Because takeaways, you know, t- the turnover battle is something that every coach will tell you. You, you win the turnover battle, you've got a really good chance of winning. Now we can get to our game picks. So I'm going to do, I'm going to say what I picked, what Chase picked, and then Seth can offer his little expertise if he'd like. Um, it, I'm not going to go over the games from last week. Um, all you need to know is that Chase gained one on me because. Where is it? I took the Falcons. He took the Bucks. He got that one. I took the Bills over the Chiefs. He took the Chiefs. I'm sorry. He took the Bills. I took the Chiefs. We'll talk about that in a second. And then I took the Chargers over. I took the Broncos over the Chargers, and I was very right about that one. So here we go. Week 15, Chargers at Raiders. Um, Chase went Raiders. I'm going Raiders, Seth. Again, he's not in our game, but he's going Raiders. Yeah. It's just a bad game. Yeah. Chargers with Herbert being out. Um, yeah, it's bad. Rumor is Belichick could be going there, which would be really nice for them. Hey, they would win a Super Bowl. Say so you said they won a Super Bowl. I, I think, think that, yeah. team, that team is the talent. On and and one and one good another good offseason. Yeah. That team yeah. Wins the uh Vikings at Bengals. Bengals. I like the way Jake Browning has played. He's played really well. That's tough because Jay Jettas seems to be coming yeah, back but again next here's week. Here's the issue with Jay Jettas. Who's throwing him the football? Nick Mullins? Yeah. Oh wait, yeah, is Dobbs hurt? Yeah, no, Dobbs is out. They benched him. His, he, so really? He had a Lynn Sanity run, is what it is. He had, he had a Lynn Sanity run for a couple weeks, was really good, and then his... his uh, he, they can send him back to NASA. I don't think he minds. But yeah, I'll take the Bengals, frowning, easily. Yeah, and so does Chase. Uh, Steelers at Colts. Chase goes Colts. I'm going Colts. I'm going Colts. That's yeah, I mean, Steelers the team is... that lost to the Patriots. No offense to your team, but yeah. Trubisky's pretty, a fat quarterback. Bad. And I was wrong. Quarterback. I thought he was a good one. I thought that the Steelers would fix it. No, granted, they had Matt Canada, so... Yeah. Broncos at Lions. This is where Chase, me, and him will disagree. He's going Lions. I'm going Broncos. I'm sticking with them. I think they smell blood in the water with Kansas City. They're a game back. They know they have to play. They they know what they're doing. And I think that having Russ and Peyton, two very experienced players at head coach and quarterback, not that the Lions are bad, but none of them have really been here. I mean, Goff is the only one really on, on that team that's notable. Yeah. Nobody else on that team has really been this close to the playoffs. Including Dan Campbell, that's, I believe. That's hard because the, the Detroit is such a good football team. But they've been all inconsistent because they, I mean, they have been They lost to the Bears. They've lost. They, they've lost some easy games they shouldn't. And I think this is a game that they could win. I'm taking the Broncos because I think the Broncos, their experience will triumph in late in the season. I uh, think. I think you've changed my vote. I think I'm going Broncos. I think I'm gonna have to go Broncos. Okay. Uh, again, for Seth, doesn't really matter. <laughs> we're no, just, we're, we're. This is our ability to talk about other teams. Uh, and Chase is going Lions. Me and him disagree. Um, Jets at Dolphins. I originally had Dolphins, but I really, you helped convince me a little bit in our when we were talking about it. I'm like, I'm, I want to go Jets. I'm sorry, I want to go Dolphins. And then I, because I, I didn't know Tyreek was injured. Yeah, he's injured. I did he, not he see that. I, I know, I know he got injured. I thought he was fine. I thought it was like he tweaked something. And he's gonna be fine. No. Then looking at that Jets defense and what they've done to some decent offenses in the past few weeks, I have a, I just. It's just that gut thing. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on Jets over Dolphins. Chase is going Dolphins, um, for clear reasons. I mean, the Dolphins are a good team, but I think the Jets. I mean, Zach Wilson looked good. Zach Wilson's finally just playing with house money. He's not. He's you know no cares. Who cares, right? Only way to play. Um, Texans at Titans. Me and me and Chase are both going Titans simply because Stroud's out, and Levis has got. He's looked a lot more comfortable. Ooh, that's a. Levis has looked a lot more comfortable, and I don't like Davis Mills. 
Yeah, with Mills and I mean Mills is Perry awful. being out as well. Like and Nico's out, I think. And then Nico, yeah, that's yeah. you gotta take the Titans. Gotta take the Titans I, think I like Vrabel. I like Vrabel, but I don't think he should be the head coach of the Titans anymore. Bucks at Packers. I'm going Packers. I like the Bucks, but they've been inconsistent. Baker's been inconsistent. So have the Packers, but I think Ooh, uh, I like a, Jordan Love versus his team. I think. Oh man, that's a tough one. And uh, Chase is going Packers. I think. I think I would have to go Packers, but I also could say easy. Like that is a very yeah, it's, toss a, it's, up a, it's game. a toss up. Now here's an interesting one. I'm going a little a little risky here. Giants at Saints. Chase said Saints. I think you're saying Saints. Yeah, I'm saying Giants. Tommy DeVito's played very very well, except for the Cowboy game, which was his first game. So I I understand why he didn't play very well. They we made him see some ghosts that game. The DeVito, the Tommy DeVito, the Italian. Which is funny because he's actually it's the name of Joe Pesci's character in Goodfellas, which is, it was the real guy's name was Tommy De Simone, but they changed it. Uh, Giants, I'm going Giants. I just am. I it's just it's a gut feeling. Like I think they could win this game. I think they could they could catch the Saints sleeping. I think the Saints think, oh, we got this game. It's the Giants, and then they're gonna come in and punch them in the mouth. Uh, Falcons at Panthers. Me and Chase. Both Falcons. Uh, from here on out, me and Chase will agree. So whatever I say is what Chase said, just for reference. Um, yeah, Falcons. Falcons, right. yeah. The Panthers are just bad. Bears at Browns. 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 Yeah, I like Flacco's played really well. I knew that was I gonna go. Flacco. I love I do love Flacco. Uh, I didn't like him when he was playing my team every, yeah. <laughs> every year in the playoffs. Uh, Chiefs at Patriots. If I was up on Chase, I would probably pick the Patriots just for the memes and just because I'm like, if they do lose, the Chiefs. And let's talk about the Chiefs for a second. The Chiefs... I don't care what my home says. It was offsides. It was a flag. And you're just mad that your team lost and you didn't get a call. And you're a crybaby, whiny B-word. And I think it's funny how my dad always told him growing up, Brady, it takes 10 years to build a reputation and 10 minutes to lose it. I think he said 10 seconds, but I'm going 10 minutes just because it's a little more fitting of the situation I'm talking about. Mahomes had a great reputation coming into this game. Yeah, he associated with some people that you didn't like. Not Brittany. His, his wife, his, his brother. brother. He but, associates with his wife. <laughs> but you like the guy. He was a good guy. You could root for him. You could. He's your Patriots fan, but he's a, he's a good guy. I'll put it like this. We played them two years ago, and this is the start of Nikhil Harry's decline. I mean, it was always bad. But the start of Nikhil Harry's decline was, was, and the Patriots have drafted Nikhil Harry. Yeah, but Nikhil Harry had a play where he dove into the end zone, and he was on the sideline. And he tiptoed down to the sideline, jumped into the end zone. It was a touchdown. We should have won that game. We could have won that game. And, and the refs ruled him down. And, and they reviewed it on camera, and his foot was clearly in bounds. And they still took it off the board. And the Chiefs get calls all the time. And Brady, they asked Brady, I remember seeing this, and Brady was like, well, we could have won the game in other ways. No, that's it. The, the Carolina Panthers game about a decade back where – Luke Keekley is bear-hugging Gronk in the back of the end zone, and they threw the flag, and they're like, okay, cool. And they picked it up, and that was the game, right? What did Brady do? Could he have gone off on the referees? Yeah. Could he have done these things? Yeah, because there was valid criticism to be made, but he didn't because you just don't do it. It, yeah. it is a very easy way because what it, the first thing it does is it, it, it littles your opponent's victory. It's not just disrespectful to the refs because let's be honest, the refs are horrible. They've been horrible. And they are human, but yeah. But, like, this, it disrespects your opponent's victory. How many games a year are you going to win because of referees? And and the comment, and, and a part of me is ranting because I absolutely cannot stand the Chiefs. Yeah, um, and, and I know your hate from the Chiefs comes from your Patriots fan, and everyone was saying it's the new dynasty, and they're not a dynasty yet. Tyreek Hill, and I quote, oh, it's fine, we'll win seven. I Yeah. Yeah, sure you will. And now here he is, and you know, in Miami. And I think the thing is, is I I have officially figured it out. You to be a true dynasty, you have to win three. You can be a mini dynasty and win two in certain situations, right? Like the Astros can almost say they have a dynasty because yeah. they've been so dominant in the American League since 2017 that you almost want to say, yeah, it is. It is almost. It's a mini dynasty. If they win one more, even with the cheating, I think you can say it, it is a dynasty. I think. I, think, I put it like this. I don't think Mahomes can ever catch up to Brady, but I think the dude is actively sabotaging himself from ever being able to do it. Yeah, I, I think that, that, that in if, if, if he'd have come back from that press conference, if he'd have come out 
and just in the press conference, and he, he scathed the refs. And I get it. It's after the game. Emotions are so high. If he'd come out on Monday morning and just said, you know, I'm sorry. I, I, I wish I hadn't said those things. I was pissed off. I don't believe he has. And not only that, he's doubled down. No, he recently doubled down and like, oh, this came out today. They didn't even say, oh, it's not about it, the being wrong. It's that we didn't get a warning. That is the most crybaby BS level bullcrap ever. That that is sore loser one oh one. And yeah. part of me wants the Broncos to or I want New England has the opportunity to really put them in full meltdown mode. Yeah. Yeah. Do I want my team to lose a little bit? Yeah. I want I, I want Jaden Daniels. Don't yeah, even get started we'll, on that. We'll, but, we'll get him on some draft shows later but, next semester. But the fact that Kansas City says all these things, it really just goes to show how entitled they are. Yeah. It hurts Kelsey's greatness. Are you kidding me? How are about, you how about, serious? How about them doing like like the hack a Gronk on the field, like the hack a shack, and no one calls it for anything? I mean, they would destroy Gronk. I mean, it's, it's legal, but still, I think that for the Chiefs, Mahomes coming out and doubling down, and then the video of him at the, at, at, at midfield, oh, walking man. up walking up to Josh Allen, not even saying good game, but that was bullcrap. No, 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 he didn't even say good game. He shook his hand. Wildest call I've ever seen, bro. What offensive offsides to end the game? What are you talking about? And I want to go. It didn't end the game. That's it. It did you had, not end the game. You had two more plays. And I think what they get they, they, didn't they get a false start or something or a sack or something? They had something that I think that knocked them backwards. They knocked them like out of field goal range. Which I don't think the field goal mattered. But it, it was like, bro, what do you mean? You this is the thing same thing with Saints fans. Saints, I get it. It was pass interference. You had the ball in overtime. You had the ball again. Do you know how many times you could have won that game and didn't? You, you, you it's the Desno catch. Fourth and one. You throwing it up at the end zone and not running DeMarco Murray, who ran for 1,800 yards, and then still you had like four and a half minutes to stop the Green Bay Packers offense. You didn't. This, so it, it, there's really almost no situation where you can ever say, we lost because of the refs. It didn't matter. Unless they call a flag on you for every play, you cannot say that. There is always going to be a play that you look back and say, yeah, well, if we executed that. Brady was the perfect at this. Well, if we executed this play and this play better— we could have. We, 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 There's we only a handful of times I can remember in NFL history where, like, a quarterback coming out after the game and scathing the referees would have been perfectly valid. Uh, yeah, the the Saints shouldn't complain because you know what? They could have won the game. And they didn't. They they would have. But if, if, if Drew Brees came out after the game and scathed the referees, you understand? I don't think anybody would have been upset. With and, it. and only that. But if that was, let's say that was fourth down, they'd have a lot more of an argument. And it ended <sighs> the game. They needed a field goal. They needed a They needed a touchdown. They had a lot more of an argument. But it didn't in the game. No. It wasn't even running. So I think that's what frustrated us. But Mahomes is crybaby. And I know you're loving it because you hate the Chiefs. I just am like, man, the man now has to spend the next several years rebuilding this because no one, this will not be forgotten. No. For a while. Anyway. Especially if they lose to New England. Yeah. Which is why I am absolutely picking New England. But I am incredibly biased when I say that. 49ers at Cardinals, Niners. No. Oh, absolutely. Don't murder uh, them. Commanders at Rams? Rams. Yes. Yes, yes I had to think about that for a second. Cowboys yeah. at Bills? Cowboys. Cowboys. Ravens at Jaguars? Ravens. <laughs> Eagles at Seahawks? I don't know. The Ravens... I'm slightly worried the Ravens are getting a little too cutesy. I think that game was fantastic they played the other day. I also have to say Flowers on my fantasy team. Yeah. But, like, I think <laughs> it was a really good game. I'm... I'll put it like this. It's going to be the Cowboys or the Niners. Yeah. That was one of the one of those team teams that's winning the Super Bowl. Ravens and then I had Eagles, Seahawks. I'm going Seahawks. The Eagles have just played bad. I think they're gonna play bad again. I think the I'll pick the Eagles, but alright. Ladies and gentlemen, um it will just be me. If Chase if Seth has to join me again, he may. I don't know. But um from now until like, like January sixth, it'll be me at least doing these because Chase will not be up here. So uh hope you guys have a great day and I will see you guys next week. See ya.